So, Bridget. Yeah. <laughs> we had ChatGPT write some intros for our podcast. <laughs> so I wanted to read some of them because they're pretty great. Ladies and gentlemen, start your consoles. <laughs> this is Bridget and Maddie, and we're here to bring you the ultimate gaming experience. Are we the ultimate gaming experience? <laughs> Welcome to Batty Breakdowns, where we dive deep into the world of video games and share our love for all things gaming. Yeah. Every week, we'll take you on a journey through the latest games, tips and tricks, and have a whole lot of fun along the way. So grab your headset, grab a drink, and join us for a wild ride through the world of gaming. Here we go. <laughs> He's a fucking announcer for race cars. Ready for another one? I am ready for. I, okay, hold on. Okay, yes. Okay, I have, I've composed. For I did selectively choose which ones I shared with you okay. that were good. I'm ready. The last one makes me think that we have a NASCAR racing game podcast. This um, one's even better. Okay, okay. Are you ready for a wild ride through the world of video games? Yeah, you are. Then buckle up, <laughs> because this is Baddie Breakdowns. I'm Bridget, and I'm Maddie, You two young women who talk about video games. <laughs> what is with these buckle up shenanigans? I don't... Ship it. Ship it. <laughs> Ship it. Ship it. <laughs> Bridget. And I'm Maddie. Welcome to Batty Breakdowns, where we hang out, have fun, and play games all the way to the end. Today, we're going to be talking about a short hike. We'll give you the breakdown from its creation to its critical reception, and then we'll take you on a deep dive into the game as we share our own experiences and opinions while playing it. Will we recommend it? Who should play it? And most importantly, what's our personal rating? With that, let's take a short hike. I love it. Okay, I have the description. So here's the description that the game wrote for itself. Hike, climb, and soar through the peaceful mountainside landscapes of Hawk Peak Provincial Park as you make your way to the summit. That's so short and sweet. I know, it's so, <laughs> so cute. So fitting. <laughs> it's so cute. All right, Bridget. How it's made. Yeah, and who made it? Yeah, this one is actually kind of fun because I literally found a video on how it was made. Oh, cool. Yeah, so the link that I found was the creator, Adam Robinson Yu. He's a solo developer of it, and he actually did a talk at GDC. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Which, for folks listening, if you don't know what that is, it's Game Developer Conference. Yep. That's what it stands for, right? Yeah. Yep. And people go. There are a lot of really interesting talks that happen there. And he managed to have one around a short hike and doing like a postmortem, pretty much, on how he built it, how he focused on stuff. And so we can link that totally in the description if people want some more details, because he had some really fun stuff in there, especially awesome. if you're like a gamer or a game developer yourself. It was really interesting. But yeah, so A Short Hike was made by Adam Robinson Yu. It had music by Mark Sparling, but everything else was done by Adam. 
there were a couple in his AMA on Reddit, he had mentioned that a couple of his friends had made some models in the logo for him. So shout out to them as well. But the very large portion of this game was done by Adam. He, uh, a little bit about his background in the making of the game, because I thought it was really fun, is he was actually a developer, like a software dev left his job and said, I'm going to make indie games. I love it. I know. And I feel like a lot of people do that and then make a dream. Yeah. Then they don't (laughs) actually make the dream, but I feel like Adam did, which is really fun success story. Um, But he left, he started working on indie games and then he had planned on making this RPG, which uh, he had some screenshots of it and it was really, really cute. So I'm a little sad that it doesn't exist, but maybe he's he's working on it now. Maybe. I don't know. Um, At the time he paused it because he started getting really like stressed out about it. Mm. He said that it was his first game where it was kind of a bigger game and not just like a tiny project. He had actually gotten an audience of people that were excited to play it. And then all of a sudden he started getting like really stressed out about, Oh my God, what, what if I miss my big break? What if I mess this up? And so as like this Christmas gift to himself, he was like, okay, I'm going to stop working on this game for a sec. I'm going to do something a little easier, a little bit more fun and take a break. And his break was a short hike. Wow. Yeah. And so it's also kind of fun because I thought the game was a little bit of an escape for everybody. And it was literally his little escape from the stress of making this other game, which is just adorable. Other fun things, the game development, like I said, it was his Christmas gift. So it started in December 2018. He got a lot of attention from, like, he already had attention on his other RPG game. And Mm -hmm. so I'm assuming it was kind of fed from that. And he got the attention of the Humble Bundle folks. Yeah. And then they gave him funding to release the game and three months. Whoa. Yeah. So he started making it in December. He did, like, the... Not promo, the prototype. He did the prototype? Yeah. Yeah, he did the prototype in December with yeah. like some of the design documentation. And then in three months, he did it and released it in March of 2019. Wow. I know. And on top of that, uh, he, in the little talk that he does, he talks a lot more about how he kept on track and made his timelines like a lot of the features that he had weren't in the original game mm-hmm. when it released on Humble. So we played it, you know, now, years later. And so we got stuff like fishing and beach stick ball, but that actually wasn't in there in the first iteration. Oh. Yeah. And so, and then like the boating came much later when he did the Switch release. Um, Oh, cool. Yeah. So there are a lot of different things he added later and kept it going. But at the first release, he was very strict about what is the core of the game and making it hit. But he did it in three months, which is crazy. That's really cool. A couple other things I thought were really fun. The art style of it, I think, was pretty unique. Yeah. Um, The background, I guess, of why he decided to do it was as a non-artist himself, he didn't really know how to make it, like give it this vibe. He wasn't really sure how to do it. And he wanted something that was going to be a little bit simpler so that he could spend more time increasing the scope of the project since he had such limited time. He wanted to make sure he got certain features in. And so what he knew as a programmer was doing like these layers of effects on top of things like base rough 3d models and so the reason that the game is so pixelated and blown up like that is because that's just an effect that he's layered on to these rough simplistic models to make sure that you can see the shape and that you could see like the environment but without needing to be like super nitpicky about having the perfect model oh cool yeah and he does um he goes a lot more in depth and it's a little bit easier to visualize like during his video but a lot of the effects like the background fading out and doing outlines and stuff all of those are just effects layered upon effects layered upon effects of just these base 3d models which is really fun Mm -hmm. 
The last little thing that I'll mention, which I really liked, and uh, it gets into a little bit of what I liked so much about the game, Mm -hmm. was the way that he approached pacing in the world. And I think this is going to start getting us a little bit into how it's played a little bit. So I won't go too depth here, and maybe we can talk a little bit more about it after Mm -hmm. second part of the podcast. But TLDR, he really wanted to embrace the freedom and the freedom of choice that people can make and making sure that people had fun making their own path way through the game. And so he has put so much effort and time into making things playable any way that you decided to approach the game. And I have a lot of really fun examples, but I'll throw them out as we talk a little bit about the game more so that people can understand the context of it because they're really fun. But you could just tell the kind of love that he had when he was coming into it of like, I just want people to explore and relax and be themselves. And he put a lot of effort into doing that, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so that's what I got. I really loved listening to Adam talk about it. You could tell that he cared a lot about it. And he seemed really, really, really smart and really thoughtful about his game design. Which I think yeah. proves like, really purposeful. Yeah, too, really it seems purposeful. Like, yeah. yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's that's what I got today. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, I coming at you with the critical exception. <laughs> so I mean, I don't think it's a surprise. The Metacritic score was eighty two, which is pretty high, mm-hmm. and the user score was eight point six for the game. Consensus is that the game is very charming, wholesome, rewards exploration and had no bloat. Like the mm-hmm. thing that a bunch of criti- critics mentioned that it did so well is a lot of games, to your point that you were just saying, right, they become bloated with features that yeah. don't serve the core of the game and mm-hmm. the purpose of the game. And a lot of critics really appreciated that it knew what it was and it excelled at what it was doing. Mm-hmm. And users also loved how positively cozy it was. It was. It was yes. so cozy. So many people were just leaving reviews of so cozy, sweet as pie, <laughs> lots of comments like that. So I didn't see any negative critic reviews, mm-hmm. actually. Wow. Uh, not a single one. But the users who didn't seem to like it the the thing that I thought was funny is the people who said they didn't like it said it was boring, too simple, and too short, which also, like, LOL, it's called a short hike. Okay, what's so funny about that? Okay, fun facts drop in here right now is in his talk, he had mentioned how literally all of his merchandising and marketing, he tried to overemphasize the fact that it was short, so he put it in the title and, like, get people in the right mindset because he didn't want reviews like that because it's not that's it's not the literally point. called a yeah, short. That's so funny because of course people did that anyway. Yeah, of course I did. But, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's that's all I had. Let's talk about the game. Yeah. Do we want to do a quick overview of like the setup of it? Sure. Yeah. When you first start the game, you learn very quickly that you are heading to vacation with your aunt on an island. She's a park ranger, I think, and. Mm-hmm. You start off the game just in this little car, and you're about to jump on the ferry, and you're really sleepy, and you're just going to vacation. Maddie, do you want to tell us, like, your first impressions? How are you feeling? Yeah. So my first impressions were that the vibes were A+. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The sleepy car ride just, for some reason, tapped into a nostalgia mm-hmm. that of being a kid and being in the back seat of my parents' car at night and yeah. just being sleepy in the car just 
it's so good. I think it was really effective too that they didn't have music in that part of like the yeah. sleepy car ride because that's you hear like the sound of the roads yeah. and then like right when you start you hear don't the you sound hear of the some wind. nature sounds you hear too? nature sounds yeah it's very much so like it 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 put you in that little place in that mm-hmm. little time and got you set up in that mindset I think really yeah really and it well. was also nice retro pixel mm-hmm. art that just felt really cozy and then that brings me to my second point which is wow this is probably the coziest game i've ever played <laughs> it, and those is, are my first impressions this is the definition of cozy game yes. i think for sure my my gut like when the little car started rolling and you start getting the cute little very intimate feeling text bubbles like because they were they were like little text messages popping up i i loved them they weren't actual text messages for the people that haven't seen it it's just the bo- uh the bubbles weren't like a normal video game where you have like a prompt at the bottom and yeah. kind of click through they were more natural feeling like yeah. conversational mm-hmm. and i was like wow that's super adorable and you know, if you listen to our episode last week, we just got finished with The Last of Us, and it was a high anxiety game, and Boy, I we needed, needed I needed this, I needed it, and sitting down and immediately with the little car animation, mm-hmm. little nature sounds, and everything, I was happy immediately. I think my note that I took was just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. just so good. It's so cozy. It's so nice. Anything else to add about first impressions? I'll give my what I very what's the very first thing that I did in the game, which yeah. is kind of a bridge into what the rest of the game looks like, which is I ignored all instructions and I went the opposite direction. I did too. Did. <laughs> I thought I was being different. I literally wrote in my notes, I'm gonna be different and go a different direction. <laughs> I love that. And swim around. I swam around a lot. Did you? Okay, so some more like dropped of the fun facts. He got a lot of playtesting that did similar things where they either dove directly into the water and swam around or they went around the entire circumference of the island the opposite direction. Were you a water swimmer or were you entire reverse? I was a water swimmer. Okay, I was entire reverse island. So we got some coverage. Yeah. (laughs) What was funny is going through in the reverse direction. I usually do that because they stop you. Yeah. And you know that you only get so far and then you find like a secret treasure thing, whatever. And I think there was a coin on the beach right when you plop in. So you you appear on the island after the sleepy car ride mm-hmm. and your aunt is sitting there on a log and you're pretty much like, crap, I, I have a phone call that I need to get. And she's like, well, there's no signal here. What are you going to do? She's like, there's signal on the top of the mountain, though. And so you're like, oh, okay. I'll Guess go to I'll the top of the mountain. Yeah. Hike to the top of the mountain. And, and it's like a famous thing on this island that mm-hmm. you pick up, right? Is yeah. It's kind of all centered around summiting. Yeah. Hawk's Peak? Is that? Hawk's Peak. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there's like little coins everywhere that you can collect. And there I saw a coin on the beach right there in kind of the wrong direction. And so I went to get the coin and I was like, oh, well, I'll keep going around because there's probably like a little secret chest or something. And then I just kept going and it didn't stop me. And I just kept going. <laughs> Until you made a full circle. Nice. Yeah. Um, which I don't think was how he intended us to play, but still fun. But I yeah. think he knew people were going to play different. Yeah. What I So what I had seen was he actually, um, in the game, it's kind of a small open world. Totally. Yeah. Completely and, open. And he had put a very clear like tutorial yeah. area mm-hmm. 
And if you go the opposite direction, obviously you don't see the tutorial area first. And so the reason that he had tunnels everywhere was because the tunnels were to get people back to the back. tutorial. <laughs> I, I went back in the tunnel. Oh, you did? Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got caught in the tunnel trap. Yeah. So great game design. Good good job. I got stuck on beach stick ball is where I got stuck. Oh, funny. <laughs> yeah, that was the very first thing I did. Okay, so really yeah. quickly for listeners, the way this game is laid out, it's a small island. You can circle it really yeah. easily. It doesn't take that much time. It's completely open world. And you're a little bird and you have what's called gold feathers. Mm-hmm. And gold feathers are like your stamina, mm-hmm. essentially. And you can use a gold feather to climb or fly higher. Mm-hmm. And the objective of the game is to get more gold feathers so that you can keep climbing and flying higher and higher. Mm -hmm. The feathers are hidden everywhere. There's coins so you can buy feathers sometimes or buy hats or buy whatever. But just to give an idea of why we're not doing anything linear, this game is not Not linear. Yeah, it's just not in a a really awesome way. In the best way. way. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing that I had read was as you go through, it's so nonlinear that he at some point in the game, like the the basis of it, there's not really a ton of tools, but you do get a couple and one of them is a shovel and there's Mm -hmm. little things kind of like an Animal Crossing, actually, like there's little holes that you can dig and he has you get a toy shovel and then trade it for a real shovel, which is adorable. Yeah. And he actually put like five or six, I don't know, some large amount of toy shovels all over the island so that you would definitely stumble on one. And then he just deletes the rest after you find one. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So there's not just like one spot where you find the toy shovel. It's in like oh gosh, a ton it's of places. built to be unstressful. Yeah, I love that exactly. so much. You don't have to stress about, oh my God, where's the shovel? Because he's like, here are your 10 shovels. Just go find one. You, you will. Don't worry about it. Like, amazing wow i know i love it that's so cool the first thing i did was swim and i found the crow on an island with the volcano oh and it blows you up yeah and then i glide it he tells you how to dive Mm -hmm. and like glide Mm -hmm. and then i met the pelican and that's how i knew that you could go fishing and stuff Mm. because i glided met the pelican the pelican says i'll buy a fish and here's a fish journal Uh, yours feels like such a more productive beginning than mine because like when I went I saw the tunnel voided Mm -hmm. the tunnel because I was like nope I'm not ready I'm going as far as it'll take me which I didn't know at the time was like all the way around and the first thing I ran into is that little mini game of beach sick ball yeah and I this is the first time that I've seen people because I've gone the wrong direction do you want to explain what beach stick ball is (laughs) yeah so um if anyone has played like beach volleyball like one-on-one beach volleyball it's like that but instead of using your hands you use sticks to like flack the ball across the net pretty much and they tee it up like oh play beach stick volleyball with me if you can get over so many like I'll give you something and so I start playing it and it only takes me a few attempts to get like the first level and so I'm like great I did it I did my job I can keep going on and then he has like a line the other little bird is like oh well if you get 20 then you do blah 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 I played beach stick ball for like 45 minutes (laughs) no to get to 20 I got to 33 oh okay (laughs) There we go. But, but eventually I made it. I actually, um, 33 was my first attempt over 20. 
wow. took me like 45 minutes to do this thing. And the whole time I was stressed that I was doing the wrong thing. Not like in a, uh, like I wasn't actually stressed, stressed, but I was like, I'm wasting so much time just on beach chick volleyball. I should probably stop. And I was like, but I don't want to stop. So I'm just going to keep going. But then I got a golden feather at the end. And I was like, look, I was productive. (laughs) I was rewarded. (laughs) I was rewarded for dicking around for 45 minutes playing beach stick volleyball. I love it. I loved it so much. And that was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a cute area. Mm Mm-hmm. The last thing I did before I got back on track is there's an island with a deer. Did you run into this island? Um, was it the one that was all messy? And then you pick up trash. Yeah. And I was like, just help the deer pick up trash. <laughs> just doing my part, being a good citizen. Met a pelican, met another crow or bird, whatever, and helped a deer pick up trash. Like, wow, this game is so cute. That's I love so it. Nice. I didn't find her trash island until I think about the end. And I didn't find the gliding instructions until later. I mm. figured that out. I think you had a different tutorial somewhere else for how to do it, which is also kind of fun because that's mm-hmm. how I learned was just a different place, which is really cool now that I think about it. Um, but I love like we both went off track and we both ended up in totally different places. That's yeah, so fun. yeah, that is a lot of fun. So once you start going down yeah, the path, actually going down the path, the thing that I really loved is just the individual interactions mm-hmm. that you have with the characters across the island. Mm-hmm. You stumble upon different animals, and each animal has something different to say, and it's really cute, short, and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, an example is you run into a bunny rabbit that's lost their lucky headband, headband and they ask you to help find it, and you can't find it. And mm-hmm. I think that one's purposeful. It's, you can't find it. I think it's it. purpose, yeah. yeah. And so you start talking to other people, and you run into a turtle, mm-hmm. and the turtle is like, Oh, you can give them my headband. It's also so red. sweet. Ugh. And then you take the headband to the bunny, and it turns out that the bunny is a fan of the turtle mm-hmm. because the turtle's some big runner. Yeah, runner, yeah. And There's like a co- running competition, marathon. There's a marathon today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then isn't that a reference to like the tortoise and the hare? I didn't know that, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, how cozy how is this? Cute. A little rhyme like children's old i don't know what am i thinking of um fable yeah yeah good did you uh talk to little bunny to get the headband back oh yeah yeah i was i think i loved that the conversations just kept going like there wasn't one simple thing or one dialogue even when you did the right thing and got the task done there was still more to do afterwards Mm -hmm. and that was a fun surprise yeah one of my favorite little interactions right that uh, like that because I actually in my little notes for today I had side stories that were cute and intimate yeah. <laughs> it was like the little section I had for it but I think my absolute favorite one I wrote down that one the runner one because like how cute is that it's yeah so cute. um but the little painter was my favorite I think yeah. you had this little person that was painting in different areas of the island And you run into them the first time and they're trying to get the perfect portrait like painting and they're trying to figure out what other people are going to like because they're trying to enter this competition in the city. And they after you talk to them, they'll wander off and go find a different thing to paint because they haven't found the thing they want yet. And when you like follow them along their little path and figure out, find them at all their different places, it's like this really cute mini story about like 
someone trying to create something for somebody else and then realizing that they need to create for themselves and they just find something they wanted to paint and what makes yeah. them feel good. And I was just like, oh, my God. That's so cute. <laughs> it was just – I was so surprised by how simple and yet so endearing all these little tiny characters were. Yeah. And they had their so own arcs yeah. and mini arcs, too. Mini arcs. Very really mini. mini. Yeah. Because, like, there's one where literally, like, the arc of um, one of the climbers is that – they're practicing climbing, they're trying to climb and they don't make it, and then they eventually make it. And, like, it's the world's smallest little mini arc, and it's still so satisfying to see them, like, later as you're wandering around that they're on the top of the mountain now, and you're like, wow, you made it! Like, It's really cute. Mm-hmm. The other little bit that I liked is when you... So, the pelican lets you know that you can fish, but that's not where you get the fishing rod. Mm-hmm. You run into someone fishing about halfway up the mountain at a pond Mm -hmm. and you talk to him and did you fall in the water? (laughs) So it's really cute because if you accidentally fall in the water because you're trying to get the hang of fishing, the guy will say, it's okay. It knew, like the game knew you fell in the water. Your character says, I'm embarrassed. And and then they say, it's not embarrassing. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, oh my (laughs) God. This is the cutest freaking thing I've ever experienced. It is so cute. It's so wholesome. Wholesome is the perfect word for it. Now that you say wholesome, I'm like, that's exactly what this is. Like, every moment was built around making you feel relaxed and happy and successful and safe and comfortable. One of the the funny thing about the fishermen is with the shenanigans I was attempting, I actually found the fishermen after... I finished the game theoretically Oh, because I just, I don't know why, but I never ended up going over that direction and never finding it. And I had so many feathers so fast because I ran around to do so much stuff that I made it up the mountain like pretty fast. I think probably within an hour and a half, if you subtract the amount of time that I played beach stickball. (laughs) Yeah. And then once I finished that, I was like, but I don't feel done because there's so many other things to do. So I kept playing. Yeah. And I almost immediately found him after that. And I was like, oh, great. Now I have something to do. I can go fish. And that was nice, too. Like, finding him afterwards wasn't a problem at all. Like It's so nonlinear in mm -hmm. the best way. In video games, I feel like they punish you or it can feel punishing to not do, like, the main thing that you're supposed to be doing. And I really thought that he created this world where going off track was the game it was the point like yeah. the point was that you were supposed to like run around and swim instead yeah. of follow the path first and that you were supposed to find whatever shovel you managed to find and it was really unintimidating and rewarding to play a game where there was literally so little stress because everything you did was correct yeah and it's just really comforting knowing that there's no way that you can fail yeah you know yeah yeah i love that Mm -hmm. uh do we want to get to the summit yeah yeah okay so once you're ready and you got your feathers you can start making your way to the top of the summit and once you get to the top, it's just a really beautiful moment. And yeah. you just listen to the sounds and look at the view with your character. And it's beautiful with like the northern lights and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, beautiful. Really relaxing. And you get a call from your mom mm-hmm. at the top. And this is where I, I can see how someone cried. So a little bit of spoilies. Mm-hmm. You get a call from your mom. 
and or the game mom. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, hi, honey. Like, I've been trying to call you. And, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I haven't had service. I just got to the top of the mountain. She's like, wow, I'm really proud yeah. of you. Yeah. It's really cute. And she said, my surgery went well. And she hadn't told you about the surgery. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, oh, why didn't you tell me? She's like, I just didn't want to worry you. And I love you and I'm proud of you. And I was like, wow. Yeah. This is so sweet. It was sweet. It was surprisingly sweet. I don't know what I expected. In fact, at the point that I got to the mountain, I don't think I remembered that I was doing it for a phone call. Yeah. Like, I think that had... I had had also forgotten. Yeah, I had gotten lost in everything else in a fun way. And when I got to the mountain, I was like, I made it to the top. And I wasn't expecting the phone call at all. I didn't cry. I didn't either, but Mm -hmm. I could see how if you had mom stuff, that would probably make you, like, fully sob. Yeah, for sure. And I also love that the news was good and it was a sweet phone call it's like they didn't put in a sad thing at the end like surprise have tears because sad things happen to you it's like no it's just a sweet genuine call from your mom and you're like maybe i'll call my mom yeah (laughs) it made me want to call my mom (laughs) i was like maybe i'll just go call my mom hey mom how are you doing (laughs) (laughs) she loved that call your mom everyone yeah yeah call call your your mom mom. I will say some of the feedback that I had seen from people reading around on Reddit, because I found their subreddit. That's all I do is surf Reddit, I guess. And so many people said that they played it to like, just whenever they're stressed or anxious, they'll just pick it up and play it again. And I'm like, yeah, I see that. It's kind of meditative. It is. Yeah. Well, the um, one of my favorite parts of the gameplay, actually, when you talk about like the meditative pieces of it is the flying there. So mm-hmm. there's flying, right? We talked about that a little bit. And then there's boat riding also. And the mechanics are so smooth for the flying in the boat mm-hmm. that it's just I would just like fly around. I would go to the as high as I could and I would just fly my fly. way back down because yeah. it was really like gentle. And then the boat riding when you get up to full speed with the music and the background which the music is really really beautiful too yeah. it paired really well with the game it and did. it was the perfect tone for it but when you get like up to speed in this boat the music is perfect i'm yeah. like oh my gosh and i just drove around at full speed on that boat for like 10 minutes because i was like i don't want to stop this is nice like it felt so good yeah um, it's like the Ron Swanson, not half-ass one thing, whole-ass, <laughs> or half-ass multiple things, whole-ass one thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is interesting to what games are, like when we talk about like what video games are and what is a real game or whatever. I think this is not the kind of thing that would pop into people's heads. And yet I think it was such a good game for what yeah. it was. Yeah. Would we recommend it? Who we recommend it to? Yeah. And our rating? Yeah. Okay. So, first off, definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. The gameplay, like we said, it's very light. The story narrative is is light, but very intimate in a way. Mm-hmm. And the game doesn't challenge you. Like, that's not the point. The point mm-hmm. isn't to be challenged. Mm-hmm. The point is to just, like, exist and be a little carefree for a little while. And so, for who I would recommend it to... I really would consider whether or not that's the kind of game that you want to play. Like if you want to pick up something and have a hard puzzle or you want to go like kill a bunch of baddies, it's not what you're going to be doing here. No. But if you had like a bad week or you're stressed out today for whatever reason, or you just need like a moment to yourself to just kind of exist, that I think would be the moment that I would play it. It feels really good for that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then yeah. I guess for ratings, I would give it four out of five golden feathers. <laughs> golden feathers was mine too. Perfect. There's silver feathers too. <laughs> I didn't find any silver feathers. <gasps> you didn't find silver feathers? Yeah. I gotta keep I playing. found two silver feathers. Wow. So you've got some stuff that you need I to have go. <laughs> stuff I need to do. I do think this is a game I'm going to be coming back to. Yeah, for sure. So I definitely recommend it. Agreed. But I actually do recommend it for pretty much anyone. Yeah. yeah. I think if if you're in the mood for that type of game, you should absolutely play it. And mom, if you're listening, play this game. You would love it. Dad, you would love it. Honestly, <laughs> I know you're listening. So like <laughs> beginner gamers can totally pick it up and mm-hmm. play it, I think, with ease. I also gave it four out of five golden feathers. It was was very... And I want more games like this. Me too. I would love a game like this. I want a lot more games like this. Yeah. Like, instead of vegging out in front of the TV, watching whatever stupid stuff I'm watching sometimes, like, I watch so much reality TV, sometimes it's just, like, numb myself a little bit. Not in a weird way, but just, like, I just want to veg. This was such a better way to veg. Mm -hmm. I loved it so much more. Yeah. Yeah. Please, people, make more games like this. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, we actually have time for an off-topic section. Oh, yeah, for once. Bringing it back. Yeah, yeah. Bringing it back. It's been a while, but off-topic. Let's start with The Last of Us. Okay. Yeah. So first off-topic, but kind of Mm on-topic, is catching up with The Last of Us TV show. Since the episode that we recorded, there's been two more episodes. Mm -hmm. Episodes three and four. Episodes three and four. The Bill and Frank episode, which (gasps) (laughs) completely destroyed me. Destroyed. (laughs) And the next one, which is setting up the Henry and Sam storyline that I am... Not looking no, forward yeah, I was to. Say, so, like, what was so funny about that fourth episode was when it got started, I was like, oh, my God, is this the Sam and Henry episode? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then I was kind of happy and thankful that it wasn't yet because I was like, I don't oh, know if I could. but it's coming. <laughs> It'll be definitely here next week, I think. Yeah. Um, how did you like the diversion on number three? Like, did you feel like it was true to the game still, even with the differences? I do because the purpose of Bill in the game is one to get the truck right yeah and two to kind of nudge joel in the direction of caring about ellie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what the show did with a completely different storyline or giving frank and bill a new storyline yeah in the best way possible i i thought it I know that now it's getting overhyped, so I'm afraid that people are going to be like, oh, my God. Because I've heard some people say it's, like, the best episode of television they've ever watched, which I don't know if I I would say that. I could see that, though. I could see it. But I just appreciated what they did to that story Mm -hmm. that that was still true to why Bill and Frank were characters. Yeah. And what they taught Joel and Ellie. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved, because, um, like, we we talked about a little bit, at the end of the game, like, part, you get a note. Um, yeah, we read Bill. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, really sad. Yeah, from Frank. If you want to hear the whole note, you should go check out the last of this episode. I really like the episode. It's good. The, I don't know, the feeling at that 
moment felt so bad and i was dreading it the Mm -hmm. whole time during episode three every single time frank would get upset about something i was like oh my god is this the beginning of the downward spiral i don't know if i can watch this and so i was so 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 happy that they ended it the way that they did and that they actually got a happy ending and they showed like okay yeah they had arguments and they weren't the same people they were very different people and they still stuck it through to the very end and man they loved each other and yeah. complimented each other yeah. and it's the only happy Bill ending we're going to get and <laughs> yeah frank grew as people and boy i i fully fully ugly cried yeah i i cried the whole time i think the whole like did last, you watch it with chris uh, yeah i don't know if he cried actually he, dk didn't cry I, I was like, it got me. It just got me. And TK was like, not laughing, but, you know, just kind of giggling because I was fully, yeah. I was like, Ugh. I think I thought, I think I started crying at the strawberries and I don't know that I stopped until like yeah. It got me when they started doing their last day together. Oh, that was just I the just, most romantic and sad thing I've ever seen. I just lost it. I lost yeah. it. Yeah. Good stuff. I loved it. shit. I will say for episode four. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let's get into episode four. Like, episode four, and I don't, uh, I don't know if I would feel different if I had gamed or hadn't gamed it, like, haven't played the game. It felt a little boring to me, episode four. It was. Yeah. I agree. It was a lot of setup. I think what they were trying to set up is why people would be after them. Yeah, I think that's fair. I thought it was interesting because in the game format, you don't question why people are shooting at you. Yeah, right. right? Because yeah. you're shooting at people. Like, that's the gameplay. Yeah. So I think in the show, they're trying to come up with reasons. Mm. And I need to listen to the podcasts, which I've been listening to. So the reason they had <laughs> the scientist and yeah. the Indonesia bit sprinkled in mm-hmm. is because they wanted to give the world more reason for why the state of things was the state of things yeah like why did cities look like they were bombed yeah i love that i did you know why is this a fungus Mm -hmm. that in games you don't question but in shows people who haven't played the game are gonna be confused they're confused they're like why what is this yeah because they don't have the self-motivation to play and so i think what they're setting up with the fourth episode is why people are shooting at them in this town yeah and why people are going after henry and sam in this town so for the why people are going after henry and sam are they changing who henry is like it seems like they it seems like they're adding a bit of a like he seems like an anti-hero kind of person yeah they're they're setting it up that way it seems like henry was some sort of informant to the old yeah federation or whatever it's called mm-hmm. and Fedra. sold out some people fedra yeah henry might have a different story i guess we'll find yeah, out I guess in we'll episode find out. five yeah but i i don't know if i like it for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. i can see why they're doing it yeah well i mean like in the game it is a little they are kind of Deus comically evil right yeah like like rolling around on a truck with a dead woman yeah with strapped a dead to the front i'm kind of happy that they yeah ha- we haven't seen that yet that was kind of nice and like them 
uh, appearing out of nowhere and just being like, I was also in the city is kind of just random, like happenstance. It would feel a little weird in the show. And so it's kind of nice that they give Henry a little bit more of a background, but I'm a little worried that they're making Henry out to be like a totally different person if he's done weird stuff. But, you know, we'll find out. Yeah. We don't have a lot of information yet. I love Henry and Sam. So Me too. I, I, I don't think they're going to deviate from us loving them. Yeah. Their storyline was the thing that broke me the most. And so I'm really hoping that they do it justice. Yeah. 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 Okay. Do you want to talk about The Bachelor now? <laughs> what a swap. Swerve. <laughs> what a swerve. <laughs> Are you all the way caught up? Um, I haven't watched the new episode this week. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, but the only reason I haven't watched the new episode this week is because theoretically I'm supposed to be doing a watch party on Sunday. So I am you very... watch on Sunday? Not usually. Oh. Tara, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, But normally I watch we on watch Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Yeah. When it hits Hulu, baby. <laughs> That's what I usually watch, but I wanted to save it this time because we're doing a watch Well, if you ever Sunday. want to bail on your watch party <laughs> and join my watch party on Tuesdays, <laughs> you're welcome to. So I haven't seen the next or the third one, but I've seen the first couple. Okay. And I have opinions. So All I right. want to know how you're feeling because you don't usually like watch watch. So are you watch watching? No, we, I do. But I thought you said like you skimmed through some. Well, so our friend group loses a lot of steam towards the end of seasons. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, But we always are very adamant about at watching at the beginning because yeah. it's very entertaining, top-tier yeah. entertainment. Mm-hmm. And we also make brackets. <gasps> okay. So I did brackets one year, but I didn't do a bracket this year. Well, mm-hmm. you can join. Mm-hmm. You and Tara can join our bracket. <laughs> I surprisingly have kind of liked it so far. Me too. Right? Uh, Isn't that surprising? <laughs> I thought Zach was going to be the lamest so, bachelor yeah. on planet Earth. I was so unexcited. We almost didn't do it this year. Yeah. Because none of us were excited about I him. I forgot that it appeared. And I actually like catched up last week to watch both of them. Because I was like, oh, it started? Oh. <laughs> well, so we almost didn't do it. But then we just like the ritual yeah. of hanging out every week. It's and fun to make fun of it too. cheese boards and wine and whatever it's an excuse for us to all hang out yeah with a funny thing to yell at Mm -hmm. with ridiculous outfits sometimes ridiculous and matching dresses this time rest in peace (laughs) yeah that was really funny okay so tell me do you have any standouts i can't remember most of the names i never remember their names and half of them look alike this season it's really killing me there's so many that just look like little pairs of twins and i'm like oh my god is that the one i don't like or the one i do i don't know so um, the ones that I was surprised, but I think that I'm not going to like them eventually, was the really country girl that got the first date. Yeah. I actually liked her. I thought that I wasn't going to like her at all. And I don't think I'm going to like her for much longer based on the previews. Mm-hmm. But for at least up to the episode two point, I was like really, really impressed by how uh, Zach handled the kid conversation and that made me like both of them. Okay. Our conspiracy theory is he has a producer in his ear feeding him the <laughs> exact right thing to say in multiple situations because it is so sus for a man in Bachelor Nation to be this emotionally yeah, intelligent. intelligent. Yes. I'm, I'm like, right? no, I don't. I know. I'm like, since when do we, we see were- a bachelor react and say something along the lines of like, I'm just not sure if I'm going to be a good dad and then start tearing up. I was tearing up. I was like, oh my God, he cares so much. We were, it was funny because we were like, okay, 
Does he have cue cards? Does he have a a, a, a thing in his ear? Someone feeding him lines? And then another friend was like, "Wow, we just can't believe that there's good men so badly that that we're making must be producer up. plant. Yeah. <laughs> it must. It's so. It's too sus. It's too sus. So I don't know. Yeah. I I think you'll you'll really like this next episode. Um, in my bracket, I have. Katie winning, who's like one of the Katie blonde seems ones. Okay, so I far. saw her a lot in the previews. Yeah, she seems fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say fine. I, wish I don't Kat know if I remember anyone enough. Cat left. Oh, oh my god, she was so funny. Was I wish so she stayed funny. longer. And I'm like, who wouldn't want to hang out with her just to like keep her around? She yeah, was so funny. I'm really mad. I will say, I think the producers are giving him a lot more leeway as to who he can cut. Oh, this season really is that an informed opinion or is that a guest opinion it's a guest opinion because i they've just made some choices with who's left where i'm mm. surprised that yeah that they cut he was able ones. to yeah yeah i am surprised slash unsurprised that brianna is having like a meltdown oh she's spiraling spiraling so she's bad gorgeous Oh, and like I, um, I don't think I. She's like alien, good looking. Yeah, but like I definitely during the like introduction where she got voted America's like best, I would have voted for her. I was like, she's great, and I was excited to see her come back. And literally, all she had to do was just like be somewhat likable and not spiral and she probably had the chance to like be a bachelorette or at least get on paradise she still might end up on paradise i think she will but the like i was just so surprised that she's just throwing it down the drain i'm like girl you could have been bachelorette like what are you doing yeah oh she's just spiraling oh that was bad does it get worse than the third episode um yeah (laughs) great perfect Uh, it's good it's good it's it's a way more entertaining season than i thought it would be i like the girls yeah yeah i feel like he has better girls than the last few seasons like oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i was surprised by how much better caliber they were Mm -hmm. and not in like a i didn't hate the other girls and some of them i really liked but they've been very young and immature and oh my gosh though but but i like jess do you know who i'm talking about jess no who's jess she like the first episode she was drenched in glitter. Who's this girl? I'm gonna have to look it up after this. She's really young and she was really nervous. <gasps> oh she's wait. Like, she- I if I'm thinking of the right girl's the one with the kind of like little round nose and the short hair. Does yeah. that sound right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, she's yeah. really cute. She's like yeah. cute as a button, I guess. She's gone honestly. Now, right? No. Okay, maybe I'm not thinking of the right person. I give up. <laughs> I give up. Anyways, anyways, they I all just, she's same. really young. She, but she's twenty three. She's the youngest one on this season but sometimes they'll have like 21 year olds and it's like you're not ready for marriage no and you can tell that they're not ready yeah um okay last comment uh zach kisses weird (gasps) really i never thought that he could i was actually really impressed with the fact that we haven't seen a tongue go directly down a throat yet maybe it's the (laughs) latest episode but i noticed some especially weird kissing (laughs) Oh, Jess. Okay, I recognize Jess, her. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the, like, kissing shenanigans, I feel like he's kissing He's kissing more a normal, lot of people. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, so many people. His love language is physical touch. <laughs> <laughs> he does do a lot of hands-on legs, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, really fast. And he, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe they normally do that and they just don't show it to us. And for some reason, they're showing mm. us this time. But it seems like No, I think a he's lot. kissing. No, Bachelor Data, if you follow that account. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in a while. I don't 
but he yeah. kissed the most people the first night than like anyone in a long time interesting yeah. interesting yeah. i mean i i felt it like i i was like he's kissing a lot of mm-hmm. people i was like i told chris i was glad we weren't doing i like doing shot games sometimes i think they're funny um, like, take a shot if XYZ happens, and I'm sure there's one in there for the first episode where it's, like, take a drink every time that they make out, and so I'm like, I'm glad we didn't do one of those. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's that's our little off-topic section. Thank you all for listening to our podcast. If you liked it, don't forget to subscribe and rate it. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Batty Breakdowns, and visit our website, battybreakdowns.com, made by me, Bridget Keene. The podcast art was done by the ever-lovely Tanisha Vernicar, and the podcast was edited by Maddie Wisnott. Join us next time to hear us two baddies break down Butterfly Soup to kick off Women's History Month. Yay! Yeah. Butterfly Soup. It's on itch.io for those who want to join us and yeah. play before we have the episode and it's Name Your Own Price. So, pick it really up. excited. Yeah. Bye. So, oh, it's a dating sim. Oh. I don't know. It's a- <laughs> You'll figure it out. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.